Sports Radio 1043 The Fan presents Football at Four. Here's the drive. All right, here we go, Sean Payton. He's playing in the preseason. Yeah, I haven't shelled it out yet, but they're going to play. We'll, we'll figure out how many snaps. Um, you know, we typically break a game into three phases, first, second, third phase, and then special teams, we might just do two phases, but we'll have a plan, especially as we get into next week. I've got a few notes written down. I don't look at length. I look at snaps. So, I don't know, 15 snaps, 17, 18 snaps, somewhere in there. Phase one, then phase two, then phase three, you know. But, yeah, you could be in phase one on offense and phase two on defense because the game started with maybe a lot of plays where your defense was on the field, if that makes any sense. So it's not time in the game. It's it's really more of a pitch count for these guys. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Great Range Premium Bison. See Salami stepping in 15 to 18 plays. I love it. Okay. I love it. Okay, okay, okay. So what do you take out of that? Well, we always remember the days of like, hey, the starters are going to play in the first quarter. Well, what happens if your defense is out there and the opponent has a long drive and your starters go three and out on offense? Right. And so they get three reps, essentially. Like, no, make it about the amount of plays, not the time. This is preseason. Preseason games don't count in the standings, but they do matter. So I love this sort of approach because it's, ramping up towards the regular season, as Sean Payton alluded to. Yeah, it's 15 now, and then in the second preseason game, that might be 20, 22. Final preseason game might be 30 reps. Whatever those numbers are, I wonder what he will do in the... See, I don't know about that final preseason game, and the only reason is because they're going to have joint joint practices with the Rams. So after two preseason games and joint practices... How do they look? If they look bad, Sean Payton's going to make them work. And here's, a, I think, kind of the unfortunate truth. We know now that Justin Simmons, according to Sean Payton, has a little bit of a groin issue. Kept him out of Saturday. Is there ever such a thing as a little bit of a groin issue? I'm a little pregnant. I don't know, but I I got it. Because it wasn't like he was in, like, a jersey and a helmet and not doing stuff. No. I mean, he was off to the side. I mean, off to the side. So it's it's definitely a... um, so, anyways, you know, listen. The one, the, the you know, I got served by Payton. The the follow up question was, would he play on Friday? And, and what Payton did is he had a little fun at my expense. Yes, but he didn't want to answer the question because the answer is no. Yeah, and he, but he already said that he was going to be careful with other guys too. Right, They've already right. sort of made their mind. It up was on kind that. of odd the way he responded to you. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Sorry, D. But, like, it was funny. It was a little bit lighthearted. This is kind of what we get with Sean Payton. But it's also, like, you already said you were going to do this with other guys. Well, and this is why, by the way, I asked this question last week. That, that would include Russell, right? Yeah, that would include he's a player. <laughs> <laughs> he's because, a player. It sounds funny now, right? Yeah. Because he's a player. Because he said the players are going to play. Well, that's not exactly true. Some guys aren't going to play. But is Russ going to play? Mm -hmm. And what that means, too, is I think if Russ is going to play, Jerry Judy's going to play. Portland Sutton's going to play. Garrett Bowles is going to play. McGlinchey's going to play. Because what's the point in Russ playing if those guys aren't going to play? The only regular starter that's not going to play or maybe perhaps is limited on those 15, 18 snaps is Javante. 
Yeah. Well, let's get to that, I guess. Well, you know what? Let's hold we on. we got to hold that. on that. i got a lot to say about what's going around about Javante. There's a bunch of garbage being spewed okay. somewhere. You're going to be taking on Orlando. This is not you and me here. Because I'm just asking questions here. Okay. But but I'll, I'll tell you where it all came from. Okay. We, we can get to that coming up. The big news then today, I think, is is Simmons is dealing with something that I don't think anybody should freak out about, but it is something. Russell Wilson has looked better on Saturday and today. How big of a factor is him looking better connected to Justin Simmons not being on the field. I think it's huge. That's why I want to ask you, why do you not want to freak out about it? Like, Well, because I don't want to overblow something I don't know the information Russell Wilson to. throws a pick and you, I'm not saying you freak out no, about I don't, it, but I don't you know, make note of but it. But I don't know how serious the injury Justin to Justin is. Justin Simmons is an incredibly important well, part of this team. Well, all right, I can just go there. Is Justin Simmons the most important player on the defense? Hmm. I, I part of me wants to say yes. It sounds crazy it that does. a safety would would have that it impact. Does, but also but you're talking it? about league leading interceptions with Tariq Wollen. Had to throw that in there mm. uh, last year and this year. I've already predicted Justin Simmons will do it again. So if you don't have a guy that's a lead 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 leader league lead. leader in interceptions out there, it's a significant. Hit for your defense because you, you're throwing. Do not you to think Sertan. Russ has been better the past two practices because yes, of 1, the thousand percent. You're getting hope with Russell Wilson. You're getting confidence with Russell Wilson. You're seeing good decisions from Russell Wilson. And it's because of Judy. And it's oh, well, they well, had that, that moment today, didn't they? Zip it? to Judy. That was a touchdown. Is that a breakup with Justin in there? Woo! I think so. We don't know. We'll never know. But he made a play today where he's thrown it in this window that is incredibly tight. Simmons would be ahead of that. Simmons predicts the play. You think Simmons would have broken that up? Yeah. So they had Kareem with Stearns that I noticed. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'm saying who who else? And PJ Locke was running around out there as well. All right. We'll dig dig into the Javante thing. And you're you're about to pick a fight with Orlando. That's fine. Okay. Well, stay <laughs> tuned. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Cecil versus Orlando. I mean, I'm not going to say it's uh it's um, you know. Head first slide, safe, and in the score is Jimenez. And another hustle double right over the bag at first. Now Jose and Anderson square off. That's next here on The Drive. It's training camp 2023. Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents The Drive. I remember when I was young. Oh, Rock was young. Me and Susie had so much fun. Skipping stones. Skipping stones. Cecil Lammy is here, joining us now, presented by Champ Honda. So, I'm on my little bicycle. Bling, bling. I saw your bicycle. Yeah. Uh, D-Mac rode in today. Where'd you see my bike? Uh, out, where are you parking? Oh. I don't want to give it away. Uh, Drew doesn't want me to bring it in the studio. Uh, what? It doesn't look stupid, so. What? Uh, Drew? Drew's just well, against no, no, exercise. No, no, listen. If you see a bike, Drew, you'll be shamed Drew's, because wait, wait. you don't exercise. Drew's against exercise? He is. I'm the one that takes the stairs all the time here, not to wait for the elevator. Come on now. 
No, I just, that elevator will kill you. I, I don't want. Well, yeah, you're it's not like a vertical coffin. <laughs> Seriously, no, I just don't want to put it in the background. Like nobody on the Twitch stream wants to stare at Dmax bike. I don't know. Bring it in here. Just they'd rather, they'd rather yeah, see those gamers playing Call of Duty on Twitch. Definitely don't want to see a bicycle. Yeah, they'd, they'd rather see nothing. Yeah, or a fan. A fan. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, Listen, I'm all about aesthetics. All right, come on. I think when Cecil's here, we should set up a display of comic books behind us. Now they need to be Might as well try to move some merch or something. Exactly, yeah. right? I could do a live auction. Yeah. All right, anyways. Very anyway. Thank you, thank you. Anyways, I'm listening to Orlando Franklin, the Players Club, and he's talking about Javante Williams and just saying, hey, man, he's, he's just, it was okay in the first couple days. Right. But it just, it really hasn't been um, been all that special since. And I just caught myself thinking to my, I'm like, wow, I've been to all those practices. I got I to gotta think about that one for a right, second. Right. Because I definitely was impressed by the first couple of days, too. But if you remember, I've been hesitant about it because I've been was following the whole Jamal Murray saga for a couple of years, and it just Cecil seemed remarkable to me when I think about Jamal Murray and everything he went through and the the process of everything. That that holy cow, really Javante's okay? Mm-hmm. Like like that? He's really all right. Then you think of Cortland Sutton and like he did. He came back for a full year and it just he played in the NFL and it just wasn't. For really. two years, he hasn't looked the same. He, he looks, same. The, he looks better, now. better now. Way better now. Better now. Love it. And that is so much more consistent with how Jamal Murray came back from things. So I'm like, how can Javante Williams have such a different experience than than these other examples that I'm familiar right. with? Maybe he's, right. you know, superhuman or I, I don't know. I, like, hey, good for him, and I'm, I'm rooting for the story. And then when Orlando said, you know, just recently – it just hasn't been what I thought it was going to be. I had to think to myself, oh, I haven't noticed that. So out at training camp today, I just sort of brought it up. I just sort of threw it out in the air. Have you guys, the muggles, have you, has, has anybody noticed something? And you were emphatic about, you know. Oh, it's uh, heated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's not me. It's Orlando asking the question. Right. When, and, and I did talk to Mike Cliss about it. And Cliss did say, well, it always seems like it, the holes are always filled up. Like he hasn't got a hole. He hasn't had room to do something. And then I was watching. He's out there today, and it really just wasn't anything special. But what am I missing? Or what's Orlando missing? I would love to to pick Orlando's brain about what he's seen. Now, as you well know, all the former athletes, they see stuff faster. They see stuff quicker. They understand things much, much faster than the muggle types as we continue to watch every day and keep watching and all these sorts of things. But Javante looks good, not 100%. No one should be expecting him to be a 100%. But I've never watched Javante Williams going back to mandatory minicamp and OTAs where he's cutting at speed or he's making moves and not being even really concerned with that knee. We've seen it before. You know, I've seen a ton of guys come back from knee injuries, and they just kind of, they're, they're thinking about it. Javante's mm-hmm. not. He's reacting. He's cutting. He's bursting. The burst is good. It's there. He's never a fast guy. So for the people like, oh, the holes are opening, he's not getting there. He's not a fast guy. He never was a fast guy. I, I think it's this running game needs to come together. They need to play, okay? They need to play padded football. I can knock you down. I can chop you. I can do everything. And that's where I expect this running game to flourish. And Samaje Pirine, if we're going to watch Javante, watch Samaje. They look the same. 
They look the same. So if there's a problem with Javante, which there isn't, but if there is, then you you're must con- say there's a problem with Samadji. You're convinced there's nothing going on with I'm convinced Javante. that this will be a 50-50 split because it has no, to be. No, but, but specifically, you're, you have that much confidence that his knee's no big deal, that he's not being bothered by it. He's not. You feel like that. He's not walking. Once in a while, he'll, like, adjust his brace. That's it. But it's there's no sort of get, hell. Montreal Washington got a little bit banged up today. I guess I probably bit. can't say that. But like, well. okay, we see guys when they get a little little sore, a little something, a little tweak, whatever. Mm-hmm. You do not see that from Javante. Watch his body language, and from his body language, there is no frustration or hesitation in his movement. All right, it's just. Man, well, this watched, ties into I, the Josh Jacobs rumors. I'm getting questions well, on Twitter about that. Like, why are they get Josh Jacobs? They have Javante Williams and Samaji Pirine, and Jaleel McLaughlin is a stud. Sorry, you don't need Josh Jacobs. But I understand why people, and it's it's interesting to see those things out there. Do the Broncos feel that confident about Javante? Or are we hearing these Josh Jacob, those type of rumors, really seriously out of left field? How There's much, nothing to connect it to. How much leakage is there now? Under the Elway regime, God bless you, John. I still want that tumbler uh, at your uh, at Elway sometime. But, like, listen, there are leaks all over the place in the Elway regime. Now that Sean Payton's taken over, we don't really get that. So when we hear this type of stuff, I go, where's it coming from? Because nobody is talking. Mm-hmm. Nobody is talking out there. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Great Range Premium Bison. Uh, I don't know. Maybe get Orlando on. You guys can dice it up a little bit. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Don't want to press it. But uh, I thought it was interesting, and you were so emphatic. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, it's one of those things. The last thing we need to worry about is Javante Williams. The last thing. Like, he's proven. He's back enough. And, again, he's probably 85%. My hesitation Not 100%. purely comes from the whole Jamal Murray thing. And it's just, listen, it, first of all, and I, I was wrong about something, too. I'll admit I was wrong. It was the right thing for Jamal to not play in the playoffs. He was nowhere close to being ready. He didn't have the confidence. So I it's just like, man, he's out there again. I'm watching him again do this, that, the other right, thing. Right. The the coaches and management are saying, hey, he could play. It's on him. But being around the Nuggets and Jamal, it would be like you could have three good days and then kind of a bad day the next season. Never mind the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The next year. Jokic kind of infamously said, well, he's going to suck for 20 games. And he kind of was mediocre. For It was wild that Jokic was kind of right about that. And I think Jokic was kind of joking about it. But he just wasn't himself. And then Jamal himself admitted the one thing, the biggest thing, that he was having the hardest time with was rebounding amongst traffic. Mm-hmm. But that's all Javante Williams does. Yes. That's his whole job. And he does it without do hesitation. The very first carry of training camp, and if you're there, shout out. He slipped, gathered himself, burst not once but twice after that slip. they get, There's a section of that field... And it's not where Patrick was hurt. I know what people are saying. But I've seen, like, three or four players slip on this one section. I'm going to point to it right now. It's like, okay, but Javante, if there was any question, he wouldn't be running inside the way he does. He wouldn't be avoiding trash between the tackles the way he does. Like, if there was any mental question, it doesn't mean he's 100%. It doesn't mean he's going to be fast. He's not a fast player. And Samaj P. Ryan looks exactly the same. So how are we saying there's a problem with Javante 
when nobody says anything about Samaj is fine. Like, yeah, and it's going to be 50-50. And why, if this Jacobs thing is true, and I don't believe it is, why are you not thinking about Dalvin Cook? Kareem Hunt worked out for the Saints today. They didn't sign him. Why aren't you looking at Kareem Hunt? He led the league in rushing as a rookie. Like, why aren't you doing that? Where's so playoff what, Lenny at? So where's the, where's the Josh Jacobs stuff coming from? Why is it? Why? I have some theories that I've, I've been told to be less obnoxious on air, so uh, I'll save some of my theories for off air. But, yeah, we got some bogus news, fake news, getting flown out. Uh, so it's totally, out you think it's totally, totally fake? I think you don't think you can, anything no, you can always check in. You can always check in because you'd have to do, like, a three-team trade or whatever. You're trading with the Raiders. Training with the division rival. All right, let's get to some other uh, highlights from today. I thought there was a lot of good stuff from today. I think there's loads of yes. good news from uh, training camp today. Yes. This is the drive on the fan. It's training camp 2023. Great Range Premium Bison presents the drive. Colin Cowherd on Russell Wilson making the most of his best buddy, Sean. You know, Colin and Sean are, are pals. My guess is Russell Wilson. We've seen he's brought weight down. I believe he has to play basketball on grass. That's when he's at his best. I think they have a young star running back off an injury. If he's capable to play and with the upgraded O-line, Denver's going to be a handful offensively. They may have the best pure corner in the NFL. Don't know about their pass rush, but I like their secondary a lot, and I love their coach. Right. My guess is... Right. Oh, oh, sorry, wow, sorry. Wow, wow. No, Colin. Colin. Here we go. He's so writing a love letter. Old Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and Teddy Bridgewater win. You're going to be fine with Russell Wilson. Wrap it up, uh, buddy. Wrap it up. Right. Um, here's what I'm seeing. As our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Lingen Tech, put your potential to work. They are... Fitting what Russ does well, better day after day after day, and he's had a couple of good days where he hasn't pressed too hard, although he pressed a little bit at the end of practice day, just a little bit. But I don't, I'm not going to be down on somebody for trying something in practice. That's fine. That's what practice is for. Yes, very as much. Long, so. As long as we can see, you know, effectiveness and just the word, just a. Like, I was there, but okay, you want to see if that works. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple plays at the very, very end that just were, it didn't work, and I think there might have been damage on somebody's car because of it. Yes. But okay, but before that, before that, we saw actually several plays with Russell Wilson. The Burton play was a really good play that Coach talked about, so I feel comfortable talking about it as well, where you go short motion, a little dump off to your fullback. He's a joker, by the way. Uh, Burton's making this team. So Russell Wilson making quick decisions and watch his feet. I don't want to sound like Rex Ryan, but his footwork is so key. His footwork is getting better. Here is Payton about Burton. Michael Burton, number 20, guy you should know. Yeah, um, it doesn't have- affect your play calling flexibility it it probably affects your play design flexibility a little bit relative to you know i've been with burt before he's smart um you know exactly what you're getting on wednesday night you you hear me say that you know and that's a real good trait so that allows you to put him in positions you know we we ran a little short motion put him in the flat today um and he's someone that can play in the special team, so there's a clear vision with him. Now, the most logical question for everybody to ask is, who the hell is Michael Burton? 
But you might want to know the name of a guy who's been in the league for nine years. He's 31 years old. Mm -hmm. He is a NFL survivor. It's just not a fullback. He had like the rarest of breeds. So, yeah, this guy is making the team. He's the only fullback on the roster. And he's not, he's, he's got experience with Sean Payton. So he's a Sean Payton guy. Right. And boy, oh boy, have they been using him to perfection. Yes. And the most important thing that Sean Payton said on that clip was the final two words, clear vision. It's what he said about Greg Dulcich. We're starting to see the vision. They don't have a clear vision for Greg Dulcich. The guy can't block. He's got to prove that he can block, or as Adam Troutman told me last week, like if you don't block as a tight end for Sean Payton, it's a tell. You're not going to play. It is a tell, but boy, I don't want to give certain things away. There they're are... trying with Alberto. They're not. It's not succeeding, but they're trying. With um, look pretty I, good today. Um, there, there is a moment today. Wasn't was it with Russ? There's a moment at the end we can't talk about where it's like there's some urgency there's, with Alberto that they would like to see more from, and they're not seeing it. There's creativity they yes. can use. Yes, they're open to it. Dulcich and o, Alberto. Yes, and there was a moment today that was like, ah. Uh, Maybe they do keep Alberto because they. Well, how many Titans are they going to keep? Are you counting Bur- Burton as a fullback? I'm counting as a as running a, back. I'm counting as a fullback. So they're going to keep four backs. They are going to keep Javante Williams. They are going to keep Samaje Pirine. Number three is Jaleel McLaughlin. Hold on, Don't, what? Uh, what? Not necessarily. What? I like Jaleel McLaughlin. I do. Okay. But you got Tony Jones Jr. You you do have uh, Burton. I don't think people... They would only keep three backs? So you're saying Javante, Samaje, and Burton? And that's their three backs? No, 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 no. Because I think um, uh, Tony Jones Jr. is... Or, um, oh, who's the other one? Uh, Tyler Beatty. Beatty, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Listen, I like Jaleel McLaughlin. I think he offers things that nobody else does. But you're keeping Burton, okay? Yeah, for and sure. He's going to be a core special teams guy, too. Yes, clear vision. Tight ends, you're going to keep Manhurts and Troutman. You are, yes. and you're definitely going to keep Dulcich. Yes. It's going to be a very, very interesting decision on Alberto. Very interesting. How many receivers are you keeping? Because this ties into it. If you're well, keeping a fullback, you're pinching on the We're this rooms. game, aren't we? We're going to keep Jerry Judy. We're going to keep um, Portland, Sutton. Portland Sutton. We're going to keep Brandon Johnson. Well, hold, Do I? Probably. No, no, no. Well, no. I'm going to go with this definites. You're going to keep Mims. It's just so Johnson's yes. your four. Yes. He's your three, actually. He's above Mims. You Mims know, isn't ready. You, you Mims is ready, keep, You've got to keep, if can't means anything, you've got to keep Montreal Washington. No. You yes. keep Taylor Grimes. Well, that's a really interesting one. Yeah. That's, all right, you teed me up. I love it. I was going to get into it anyways. Okay. The curious case of Taylor Grimes. What are you going to do with somebody who all he does is make plays? He gets open, he catches everything. What exactly are you going to do with him? Let's get to that coming up next. It's Training Camp 2023. Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents The Drive. For, you look for traits. It's somebody that can separate, and you know there, there's priority free agents. There's guys that you're looking to draft, and sometimes you end up signing a guy that may be a draftable player. But you know you're looking for some redeeming trait, and 
you know, he's got real good football IQ. Um, separates well. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Great Range Premium Bison. I suppose we would get to this moment where we're talking about, you know, Richard Burton, Michael Burton, and Taylor Grimes. It's going to happen at some point. So. Michael Bolton? Uh, here we are. Cecil Lammy. Hello. Joining us courtesy of Champ Honda. All Taylor Grimes does, and we were sort of, you know, say, hey, there's a, you know, mini Stokely out there. But this guy from Incarnate Word, all he does is catch every single pass thrown to him. Yep. Beat cornerback after cornerback in almost every single drill. Yep. I saw him blocking today um, on an inside pass rusher. I'm like, oh, my God, because he's not the biggest fella. No. And and he's fast. He's really fast. And not only is he fast, but he's he's if this makes sense, he's quick and he creates separation. He gets the top speed in a hurry. It's pretty wild. Oh yeah. He is a rookie out of Incarnate Word, which is in Texas. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what school records he must have at Incarnate Word. I have you done work on him at all? Yeah, or? I did work on him when the Broncos picked him up. Because all before right. the draft, I'm not watching Incarnate Word. Sorry. I watch everybody. But when Incarnate Word comes up, I'm like, what? Okay. A Catholic school, I believe. They're the Cardinals. And when you watch Taylor Grimes, you see a player that has a specific role. He's a slot receiver, everybody. That's what he is. But he's always open. This is no hyperbole. So you're putting him on the 53. I'm putting him on the 53 because that you, is don't need, wild. you don't need Montreal Washington. Can we stop oh. with this experiment? Can we stop with Dude. this whole fantasy? Russell Wilson liked him. I don't care. Until Russell Wilson's a scout and does that as his job, I don't need him talking about, uh, you should draft this guy. It was a mistake. Move on and do it with Cecil? Taylor no. Grimes. Be nice. Because Montreal Washington has improved a ton. He's also and he made caught mistakes. another. He caught another great pass today. Montreal Washington has had a and fantastic. Who threw, that? who threw him the pass? Let's be honest. Uh, it's Ben DiNucci. I don't know. DiNucci, your guy. Listen, Ben DiNucci, who doesn't have a shot. Who is Taylor hell? Grimes catching passes from? I don't even know if we can really say this, but you and I looked at each other. Uh, he had some first team reps. I yeah. think that's that's all right. Yeah, to say. I mean, okay, okay. Let's just think, take what you just said. I don't know. And I'll repeat it so I get in trouble, too. Taylor Grimes had first-team reps. It's not the first time we've seen it. We've seen it before in camp as well. Well, we did ask uh, Peyton about Taylor We Grimes, talked so about it, and he said, hey, you get separation. You know where this guy's going to be, and he's going to catch everything, and he's been doing this since May. I wrote about it at DenverSports.com. I said, there's just three guys you need to know before the start of training camp. Jaleel McLaughlin, Taylor Grimes, and Christopher Allen. Allen's not had a good camp, but like the other two have. They've been stars of camp. So at the end of the day, and this is what I love about Sean Payton. I love Sean. I don't want to sound like Colin Coward, but I love Sean Payton because can you play? Okay, good. And he keeps bringing up the Antonio Pittman story. Like we had Pierre Thomas after we drafted Antonio Pittman, never mentions him by name. Mm -hmm. And we just went with the undrafted guy. Yeah. Okay. He's not tied to Montreal. Why is everyone so in love with the guy? Nicest guy ever, but that has struggles with this game. Taylor Grimes has zero struggles. Okay, so you're you're putting Taylor Grimes on the fifty three over uh, Montrell, I yes, guess, yes. and you're having Mims return punts, yes, and Mims won those spots too. So all right, so who are your receivers again? Give me your receivers. Your receivers are Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Johnson, Marvin Mims Jr., and Taylor Grimes. 
So Marquez no, Callaway, Little Jordan, no Kendall Little Jordan, Hinson, no Little Jordan. They're sorry, all Kendall. Sorry, Kendall. And and then so let's you're put Callaway. Taylor Grimes. And let's put Callaway in there. Callaway can do a lot. Okay, a so lot. we're throwing a six guy in. There. Yes, which gives you the crunch. That's why Alberto's not going to make the team because uh, it gives you a crunch at tight end because you're keeping a fullback. You have four backs. You have three tight ends basically, and you have six receivers. Mm-hmm. There's zero chance they're going to keep Taylor Grimes over Montreal Washington. You think there's zero chance? Yeah, I think he's going to go. Better? I think he's going to go to the practice squad. Who's been better? You think he's going to sneak through? You know this yeah. guy. As soon as they play Arizona, Taylor Grimes is going to have three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Everyone's going to go nuts. Uh, sorry, what? Fantasy GMs are going to go crazy. All and right, hold every on. other team that is scouting, and this is my favorite what, job what, in football. What, what's, what's your hot take on this? Someone's going to steal him. Okay. He's going to make the 53 three or else catch, someone's going to steal him. Three catches. Three for catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. On Friday. On Friday. Well, Cecil, if my man Taylor Grimes has three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, I'm rolling with you. I'm, I'm there with okay. you. Okay. But, I mean, he's going to have to have three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Now, if that happens... It's not that I'll be surprised because all I've seen this guy do is That's make plays. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Montreal Washington have a big game Friday night, catch it on I hope passes. he does. I hope it's I think Mace asked me, he'll join us in a little bit. He's like, Are, will you be uh you know sad if Montreal proves me wrong? I'm like, No, go for it. One, I'll never be wrong. Isaiah Pacheco will always be better than him. Leading rusher on the Super Bowl champs. Like, duh. Like, go, make plays, because Taylor Grimes is making plays. So unless Montreal Washington steps it up, Taylor Grimes is going to take a spot. Wait, hold on. Do you not think Montreal Washington, you don't think Why? he's been making plays? Why? In this training camp? He's made some plays as a receiver. I've written about it. Okay. Sports.com. Did so you I, say you were apologizing to him the other day? I apologized to Montreal Washington the other day because I was like, you know what? You're doing it as a receiver. But who's doing it every day? It's Taylor Grimes. Consistency is excellent. And with Montreal... There's a good day, there's two good days, and then there's muffing punts again, like we saw him do today. So, oh, see, you are tough, man. Well, I mean, for, for I'm not handing out blue ribbons. This isn't. I got sort of, you, you, but know, I mean, Montreal Washington for for every muff or bobble, he'll have another thirty catches that are just smooth as silk. That'll be just fine. I wouldn't say thirty. How many would you say? I would say in this camp, Montreal's had probably a dozen really good catches. Oh, man, you are tough. You are tough. I'm tired of handing you out are tough. awards and job spots to guys that don't really deserve it. The days of, hey, you're not really good, but we're the Broncos and we don't have any other better talent because we've drafted poorly, those days are gone because Sean Payton is here. So I'm just just a heat check here. This has nothing to do with you just didn't want them to draft Montreal in no, the first place. No, it has to do with what he's doing this year. Every year is brand new. He has an opportunity. He has made plays. I have apologized to him because he's made plays. He has. But it's not every day. Taylor Grimes is every day. Okay, boy, this is a, talk about a debate I didn't think I'd be in. The Taylor Grimes, uh, <laughs> Montreal, Washington debate. Hot I think I think both of these guys have been good. I think they both have had really good well, camps. Then what do you do? Um, you cannot put Taylor Grimes to the practice squad. I guarantee you my favorite job in the NFL is a pro scout. You really think he'd be added to a 53? Hey, hey, you know what the Saints did? The I Saints know, were man. dumb, and they tried to put Todd Davis through. You know what the Broncos did? They scooped him up. You know what the Jaguars did? They were dumb and tried to put Brandon Marshall through, and the Broncos scooped him up. I cannot wait until someone across the league sees this kid 
And if you don't give him an opportunity here, somebody will. Well, it's, um, you know, Sean Payne did give us his Taysom Hill story the other day. So there's no doubt that he's looking for his type of guys. There's, yes. there's no doubt the about Pierre it. Pierre Thomas story, the Michael Col- Marcus Colston story, yeah. you know, those type. Marcus, Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick out of Hofstra, and he was an immediate star for the Saints. Grimes isn't that, but he's a nice slot that gives you a security blanket. Yeah, because if you have Grimes on the team, the special teams impact is going to be very limited with Taylor Grimes. I mean, if you have him on the team, it's 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 to be a slot receiver. And he's been in on the punt returns. He doesn't look as natural as Montrell does no, as no, a punt returner. He doesn't look as a, or Mims or uh, Virgil actually. You know, it's right. it's it's not going to be his thing. He's not going to be a punt returner for the Broncos. No, but you'll see Patrick Sean Payton trust. You'll see Sertan out there before you see Taylor Grimes. If Grimes makes this team, it's going to be because he's he's that kind of receiver. Well, and think about what Montreal did last year. He was wowing camp, even though I was the only one saying, like, this was a mistake. And everyone's like, oh, my God. If he doesn't do it in games, and I asked the special teams coach, whose name is eluding me right now because my brain's broken, but, like, I asked him about how do you get a guy over the yips? It's a baseball term reference. Oh, you're talking about Stooks last year? Not or Stooks. No, I'm talking about the, the special teams coach this year. I'll the, find the, it for uh, you, my fine feathered friend. The uh, fine veteran. Um, is it Kotwika? Oh, right? my God. It's Kotwika. Um, but I asked him, how do you get a guy over the Ips? That's what Montreal Washington had. So until it's game time, he can do all this stuff in practice. I've seen it. I've seen it. You saw it. Everybody's seen Montreal Washington make plays in practice. He's got to do it in a game. And the last time we saw him in a game, before he was benched, by the way, mm-hmm. notice that everyone doesn't talk about that. Hey, Jared Bear came in. He just didn't fire Dwayne Stooks and Butch Berry. He put Montreal Washington on the bench, okay? Yeah, but you got to do it in a game. Right, Don't on. have the yips. You think he's the same player as he was last year at the end of the season? Yeah, it's Kawaka. Right. Thank it you. is Kawaka. It you is Kawaka. Right. Good for you. Gold mm-hmm. star. There you go. You think Montreal's the same player as he was now, I, as he was at the end I of last year. I can't answer that assuredly because we haven't seen him in a game. Come on. See, he's, he's done the same thing. He obviously looks better. He obviously has gotten things together a lot more. He looks really good then right now. how do you now. get over the yips? You're the baseball guy. How do you get over the yips? I don't think he's got the yips right he now. He had it last year, did I he not? It. I think it's this year. It's not last year. How does Mar- uh, Mahar going to get over the yips? So the first time he muffs a punt, you're going to defend him then in a game? <laughs> you think Sean Payton's a- You think Sean Payton... Is there any allegiance to any of these George Payton draft picks? No. Do you know what he's got to do? Do what Nick Benito does. You know what Nick Benito's doing? Every day he's wrecking fools. Yeah, he's he wrecking everybody. He got better. So did Montreal Watch. They both got better. They both got better. You know what's amazing is what happens when you get some experience, you get a little older, things slow down. Judging guys off their rookie or first year to me is ridiculous. I mean, when it happens all the time, give, you know, I, I, the promo that we have run about stink about, well, was everybody great when they first did their job or whatever it was? Right. Yeah, that applies when you're talking about when you first did your job, mm-hmm. not Russell Wilson, not, you know, Sean Payton. I mean, that's a different standard. That's not the first time they've done their job. They've done it for years and years and years. But Montrell and... Uh, Benito, those guys, it really was their first year. And they both look a lot better. Listen, I think we're giving encouraging news here. Taylor Grimes, hey, man, I'm not against him you at all. You have a battle. You got a battle between these two. Uh, okay. By the way, I have my first uh, I have my first show that I did with Mark Schlereth in 2003. Yeah. I have that on CD or tape somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
It's awful. <laughs> Did you go back and listen to it recently? Uh, I, I might be able to pull it up on the computer here, but, like, yeah, it's awful. It's, it's... Well, was it awful because of you or because of Mark Schlereth? No, of me, of course. Maybe. Of course. Of course. Uh, I, right. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. Well, listen, this is a fun battle. It's a fun conversation. I think the more... The line is thin for Montreal. You I cannot think, make any mistake. I don't think Taylor Grimes, I don't think you're going to lose him, even if he goes to practice. You're going to lose him. You're going to lose him. All right, well, we we'll disagree there. DMAC doesn't want Taylor Grimes. DMAC is willing to let a potential star <laughs> go on. You just, you just want to lose him. Put him on the practice no, squad. Make him an open target. Hey, everyone, come get Taylor Grimes. You want a slot receiver that can play? Come on down. DMAC's got I your started, guy. I started the conversation with I like Taylor Grimes, and now you got me kicking him out the door. I like Taylor Grimes. I'm a fan of Taylor. Don't I'm, let him go. I'm giving flowers to Taylor Grimes. Don't let him go. The question's going to be Alberto. I'm telling you, oh. the biggest decision they're going to have to make is what to do about Albert Okawebenam. And that is going to be... They got another big decision coming, too. What's that? What are you going to do at left tackle? Because Garrett Bowles doesn't look good. <laughs> wow! Not this year. Wow. This year you're going to ride with Garrett Bowles, and hopefully it's just the injury, and hopefully he starts playing wow. better. But if we're going to tell you the truth, the truth of the matter is Garrett Bowles doesn't look as like he used to. It's, and it's, I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know what on, it is. Oh, hold on to your hat. 